Hello, world. Welcome to Live Your Best Life with me, your host, Jarrett R. Crothers. I hope that you've had a blessed day and are ready for some fun. I know it's been almost two weeks now since my last episode, and I sincerely apologize for that. But if you have followed me on all of the social medias, you know that I have been so extremely busy with so many different cool, fun things, and I am just so, so excited to be here again and to record. So, I am here, and I am so excited. Um, so, a quick life update. Um, before we jump into the episode, um, I finished Shrek the Musical at Locka Media Dinner Theater. We had our final run. Everything went great. And we said our goodbyes and our happy trails. And I just want to reiterate how amazing that experience was and how great the people that I worked with was. I cannot thank the directors and the producers and the stage managers and staff enough for giving me the opportunity and teaching me so much throughout the entire process. And I cannot thank my um, crew enough for just loving me so intensely and for teaching me a lot throughout the process. I learned a lot about myself as an actor. I learned a lot of myself as a singer, as a dancer, and really as a person and as a professional in this tough industry that I'm in. So I am so incredibly grateful that I had that experience and, um, I hope that if you came and saw it, you saw that joy, you saw that growth, you saw that learning on the stage because it was for sure there. So I closed that out um, about a week and a half ago. We closed on the 11th and I had a couple days off. Um, So I worked and worked my last shifts at Bob Evans, which is a restaurant in um, Ohio. I did learn though, there's a couple restaurants out of Ohio. So crazy. I didn't know that. Anyway, so I finished my job there. And then on the 14th, I moved to Ball State University. I moved in to my dorm and I got to meet everyone in my class at Ball State. I am a musical theater major and I am so incredibly blessed to be here. And I cannot wait to see my journey and see how that's gone. So I just finished my first week of classes, which my class schedule is crazy. If you know anyone who does musical theater as a um, major or like as a major in college, you know how crazy it is. So I am so incredibly grateful to be here and so excited to continue doing what I love. So that's a quick little life update. We're going to go a little more more, because today's episode is going to be a living my best life update. So I'm going to talk a lot more about the things that I just talked about and go a little more in depth. But, oh, that was kind of ASMR. Anyway, I just wanted to throw a quote for the episode out there. So the quote that I have today was actually a tweet. Um, If you know me, I'm not on Twitter, but I had someone screenshot it and send it to me. And I just really resonated with it. And I think that a lot of people are also going to resonate with it too. So here it is. It says, if you feel like you have to water down your personality for someone else, they don't deserve to be in your life. 
If you have to be a less intense version of yourself to be palatable for someone else, they don't deserve your presence. Period. Wow. So that was a lot. A lot to unpackage in that quote. But the most important thing is self-love, self-care, and self-confidence. You know, those words have been said so much in the past couple days to me, and I've said it so much that it's really, really something that I've started to think a lot more about. Um, So we're going to dive a little farther into that um, with this Living My Best Life update. So let's just dive right in. So like I said, I I closed out Shrek at Laka Media, and my experience there was so, so great. Um, it was my first professional experience as a person going into theater. You know, I've done, I have done theater and done professional theater since I was four years old, so theater has been a part of my body forever, but as some of you already know, I wasn't originally going into theater. So I'm going to kind of unpackage that a little bit and kind of tell my tell my story here. So I went to Edgewood High School in Trenton, Ohio. And when I was in high school, I was super duper involved with an organization called the National FFA Organization. And the National FFA Organization used to be called Future Farmers of America, but in 1990, they changed to the National FFA Organization to encompass more diversity, to encompass people who were not in agriculture specifically and were not living on farms or becoming farmers. Because as we know, there ain't a lot of farmers out there. It's only like 2% of the population or 2% of the population in agriculture are actual production so that's crazy. So um, I was a part of that organization, and I showed animals at my local county fair. I was super duper involved with a lot of our leadership activities and creating different activities. And that's what I decided that I wanted to do with my life. Because um, if you know me, I'm a planner, planner, planner. I'm a lister. I really wanted to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And so I had to figure that out. And it led me to agricultural policy and um, agricultural legislation and lobbying. So I was going to go to school for agricultural business and a double major with political science. And as I started, as my time in high school dwindled down, I started looking at colleges and the Ohio State University just kept coming up because our, our the agriculture program in the College of Food, Agriculture, and Environmental Sciences at Ohio State is phenomenal. So that's where I wanted to go. Plus in-state tuition, am I right, ladies? Um, so that's kind of where it, it pulled me. But if you know me, I was also super involved with theater. I was super-duper involved with show choir at my high school. And that was always there. Um, as a de-stressor, as a way for me to do my thing. And actually, at one point, I was going to quit show choir, and I got talked out of it, and there was just something that pulled me back to it. And I am so incredibly grateful that that actually happened and that I did go back to it because here I am as a musical theater major, and show choir was a huge, huge part of making that decision. So... My senior year comes around, I 
had such a good senior year. I worked a lot with our administration and our new administration on some things that students wanted. I was super duper involved with FFA, with theater, with show choir. And I was actually running for state FFA office. Uh, If you know the organization, you know that there's the national association, there's state associations, and then you go to each individual school that has their own chapter. So I was chapter vice president for two years. I was chapter secretary for a year. And I wanted to serve the organization that had taught me so much. FFA grew me into this leader, this person that I never knew I had the ability to be. And I wanted to give back because FFA was such a big part of my life. So I decided that I was going to run for state FFA office. I worked my butt off to prepare, prepare, prepare in the fall semester of my senior year. And then in the spring semester is when I actually had interviews. So that was kind of my life. And I went to interviews and I felt so good about everything. And I had to wait two weeks until our state convention to see if I actually made it. And that state convention was a huge turning point in my life because I was not victorious there. I did not get state office. And in the moment, my heart fell out. I didn't know what I was going to do. I, that was my, part of my plan. I wanted to serve. I wanted to do this. And it didn't happen. And so I genuinely didn't know what I was going to do with my summer. I, because as a state officer, you work over the summer and you serve. And then throughout the whole year, you work and serve too. So that's what I wanted to do. And I knew it was a part of my plan. And um, me not getting it just completely ripped it up. So I, I, it really hurt. And it took a piece of, a piece of me away. But in the whole scheme of things, it didn't really take anything away, but it was just another piece of my puzzle and another part of my journey. And so I went home from state convention a little sore hearted and I didn't know what I was going to do. And that's when one of my directors was like, Jarrett, you should audition for a summer show like one of our community theaters here at home and I was like oh okay that that sounds fun we, we could do that I could make that happen and I auditioned for a summer youth theater called Encore Youth Theater and I was a part of Bring It On the musical I got casted as a featured soloist and a featured dancer so I was in one of the dance the dance ensembles. Um, so I was in all of the dance numbers, and then I had um, a song that I was the soloist for. I sang the song "Cross the Line," and so I I came in to bring it on with the idea that I wanted to kind of have a last hurrah for theater. I was about to go to Ohio State to focus on agriculture and political science, and I wasn't really focused on theater, so. I came in to bring it on with the idea that this was going to be my last, one of my last times on the stage, um, actually performing and singing and dancing and doing what I love. 
you know, with the intent of maybe down the road doing some community theater here and there and doing things like that. But I had no idea what God actually had in store for me. So I went to bring it on and I connected with some old friends with show choir from other schools. And I met some very, very, very close friends of mine now uh, that I have, I met through Bring It On, and that whole experience together was just such an uplifting one, such a a builder from that heartbreak that um, FFA had, um, the Ohio FFA had on me. And so we're a couple weeks into Bring It On, and we're learning so much about each other, and a lot of people are telling me that they're going to school for musical theater, which is something that I didn't know you could do. I was like, oh, you went to, you're going to school for musical theater. And I learned about the whole audition process and how rigorous it was and all these schools that have big names and this, that, and the other. It was crazy to me how intense this process was just to get into college. You know, we hear about the hard process it is to get into college, period, and how some people just fail. Some people succeed. Some people go above and beyond getting scholarships and how competitive it is. But I didn't even know that there was an audition part of getting into college if you were going into the arts. So I was blown away. And I was blown away by the amount of people in the cast that were going to it, going to pursue it. And were also just thriving and and doing what they loved. And the first thought, to be honest, that went through my head was why are these people doing it when they're my equals, you know? And that sounds terrible, and I, I don't want that to come out in a conceited way, but there's people, you know, there's times that you can look at people and say, we're at the same level, and then there's times that you can say, wow, this person's a lot better than me, and then there's people times that you can say I'm a lot better than them. And there was for sure people in that cast that were a lot more talented than I am, but then there were other people that I would consider on the same playing level with me, you know? And so I was like, these people are going for musical theater when, when I could go for that too. And I had that just small thought. And I was like, you know, good for them. They're following their path. They're doing their thing. And good for them. I just need to support, support, support them. So we continue through the process. And I'm loving it so much. It's so good to be on the stage again. So much to do. And then one night, I am sitting on the stage after rehearsal. And my dear friend, Erica Denny who was the lead, Campbell, in Bring It On, comes up to me and we just start chatting about our future and why she wanted to go into musical theater. And um, she was going to Ball State University for musical theater. And she told me kind of her audition story and how she walked in and just completely was hocked up on medicine and said some funny things and they just liked her and that girl is insanely talented dancer, actress, and singer. So, duh, she needed to go into this industry. And she looked at me and she was like, Jarrett, y- your, your heart is in the theater. You know, y- you, ha- you have something that the theater needs 
and you got to listen to that. And after she said that to me, it really resonated and was like, it, is she right? Is my heart in the theater? Is this what God intended for me? And we were both really religious, so of course we talked a lot about our faith, and we both have—she uh, had a tattoo um, that her mom and her twin sister both have, too, um, and it is a religious one, too, and that's actually when I got my tattoo, which is just a small cross on my left hand, um, but I um, was like, huh, this is— this is maybe a thing and I can hear a little talking in the background. I'm in my dorm room right now. So if you hear a little talking and chit chatting, it's fine. (laughs) Um, these are unfortunately not soundproof rooms, but I am here and I'm doing it. So that's all that matters. But anyway, back to the story. That was the first time that I started to think about theater as a career and going into it like full on. And so I decided to talk to someone else about it. And that was my friend, Caitlin Moore, who was a friend of mine from show choir. And her chords are killer. The girl is a killer performer, a killer actress, and just a killer person, period. One of the most loyal people that I've ever met in my life. And that goes the same for Erica. Her talent is not on, not the first thing about her. Her heart is bigger than anyone that I've ever met before, and she cares about her people so intensely. Um, I love I love those two girls, and they genuinely helped in that in changing my life. Genuinely, so I talked to Caitlin about it, and Caitlin, like I said, is very very loyal, but she also gives it to you straight. She does not do any crap whatsoever. She doesn't put up with it. And (laughs) I went up to her and she looked at me and she said, boy, you're stupid if you don't go into this industry because you are so talented and your heart is in the theater. So that was the second time that I'd heard that. My heart is in the theater. You know, I'm such a brain person that I was like, yeah, my heart's in the theater, but logically my brain is somewhere else. And it took me sitting down with our music direct- director, directy, I must said that, <laughs> Betsy Horton. I took sitting down with Betsy and her saying the exact same thing for me to really think hard about what I wanted to do. And so I really left that to, left that to prayer and I started praying about it at that moment. And Um, On the flip side of my summer, I was also in a production of Alice in Wonderland. Um, I did it at a different community theater. I was performing in there in the mornings, and then at night I was at Bring It On. So um, during this whole thing, I was with my very best friend, Alexia Varney, um, doing Alice in Wonderland as kind of like a last hurrah with her at her um, community theater that she did theater with. And I got to talking to our director, Nina Markle, who is very, very old and very, very awesome at everything. And Nina looked at me and that my heart was in the theater and that 
if I needed help with auditioning and everything that I could come to her and she could do it and we could get it done. And I was like, Nina, that scares me. You know, I'm already going to Ohio State. Ohio State doesn't have a musical theater program. And I I, I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm going to have to transfer if I do this. All the things, all this logical stuff. And she grabbed me by the hand and put her other hand on my face looked me in the eye and said, this is what God has in store for you. And that just took my breath away and solidified everything that I needed to hear. It's good. God has a plan for all of us. And we, it's our job to listen in on that. So long story short, from that, I went to Ohio State. First day I moved in, I went to my academic advisor and changed my major from agricultural business and political science to a BA in theater with a specialization in stage management. And I changed my schedule. I took some acting classes, um, signed up for voice teaching, and went to Ohio State. So when I went to Ohio State, I was still in the agriculture dorm. So I was still around people who were agriculture majors. And I focused, but I was focused in theater. And so that was the first step that made it happen. You know, I changed, I did, did the change. And I got to tell you that after I did that, the door just opened wide open. It was the best decision that I've ever made. And so I went to Ohio State. I got so involved in my classes, but I started to forget about myself socially and that Ohio State is very much a party school and a lot of people really like that and that's fine I love a good party you know I like to throw it back sometimes Ew. um but I I wasn't taking care of myself and I fell into this very dark place that I really really genuinely did not um really realize that I was there until a couple really rough nights and It took my acting teacher, Elizabeth Wellman, who I've talked about a lot, and my voice teacher, Kimberly Monzon, shout out to her and her talent, and my very, very best friend, Bailey Mahalam, who just graduated from The Ohio State University with her own major, um, which is kind of a cross between community theater, uh, community engagement, literature, theater education, and performance. She created her own major and just graduated there and is doing amazing things. Love her to death. But those three ladies really pulled me out of that rut and showed me my worth and showed me that I am worth a lot more than what I was giving myself and that I have to have confidence in what I'm doing and that I have to love myself. And to love yourself is to find yourself first. So going back to that quote, that I said at the beginning of the episode where it talks about not having to water your personality down. You first have to find your personality. And unfortunately, I was so lost with who I was. I was struggling so hard with my OCD because I had ripped up my plan and I didn't know who Jarrett Crothers was. Um, Instead, I was this kind of hollow shell of, of doing what God wanted me to do, but not doing it as me. And it took a lot of training of being grounded 
of being okay with not being okay, with putting myself first to understand who I really was. Because I'm a person that is a pleaser. I like to please people (laughs) and put other people's needs before myself. But at the same time, that puts me in a rut that I will do literally anything to please anyone. Uh, Whether that's lying, I was a compulsive liar. I am a compulsive liar at times still. I struggle with that. Um, Trying so hard to be someone I'm not. Being overly energetic and enthusiastic when in reality I can just be me. Because I'm already enthusiastic enough (laughs) as who I am. And it took those lessons and those three ladies showing me who I actually was to really start feeling like I had made the right decision and to give me the confidence and the drive to really do my thing. So I started preparing for auditions. Um, I started auditioning. I applied for 14 schools. I auditioned for 12 and I got into six. I was waitlisted at two. So just those statistics in general are so awesome that I even got the chance to do that. And so um, decisions started coming out, and I auditioned. I had good auditions. I had bad auditions. And my top school was Baldwin-Wallace University, which I unfortunately did not get into. But my second choice was Ball State University. And after I got that first call from our chair, Bill Jenkins, I knew that this place was where I was supposed to be that they wanted me, that they took a chance on me, not someone else, not the liar, not the energetic, annoying person that I try to be. They wanted me for who I was. And so I decided that I was going to go to Ball State that same exact day that I got the call. I also got casted at Lockamedia, which I actually auditioned for a Lockamedia in New York City because I was auditioning for a couple schools in New York and ended up, it just so happened that I could audition for Lock and Media there. And so I got casted at Lock and Media that same day. And then I actually got my job with Bob Evans that same day too. So that Thursday during spring break was amazing. And I had a lot of things happen. And after all those things happened, I could really look back and say that my hard work paid off and that there's victory in the small things. There's victory in the the sadness that I suffered. There's victory in the hole that I was in. There's victory in change. There's victory in Christ. And there's victory in the people that matter the most to us. So I committed to Ball State. I got um, introduced to the 21 other people in my class And um, we started our group chats and we posted and we went through the summer communicating and then we all moved in. And since we've moved in, we've meshed so well. I love my class so much. Ball State NT 2023, count off. Um, (laughs) That's a thing that we say. Um, We mesh so well and we're all so different and we all are so talented And we all have great things going for us. And I just am so grateful to be here. And of course, there's days that I look in the mirror and sometimes I'm like, did I make the right decision? But then just something happens. Someone says something and it just gives me the boost to know that I'm here. And I just finished my first week of classes. 
Um, in reality, I'm like taking like 30 credit hours, like 30 hours during the week that I'm in class, which is crazy. But I'm taking dance, I'm taking acting, I'm taking some gen eds. Um, and then I'm taking voice with, um, his name is Ron Hellum. I love that man so much. We had our voice lesson and that was the pinnacle of my week, I think, was my voice lesson, which was my last thing on Friday that I went to. And during that lesson, he really, he really talked um, to me and really solidified that I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be and that being grounded is so important. Being grounded in who you are, being grounded in your work and staying focused is the most important thing in the world. And so I'm so excited to work with him and to keep and to develop and to grow and to learn and to just stay me. So for all my fellow classmates that may be listening to this, I love you all so much. And please stay on top of me to keep me who I am. And if you guys ever need anything to reach out to me and to all you other folks that are listening today. Just know that I'm always here to talk, always here to love on you, give you some lovings, and just know that being you is more important than anything else in this world. So just stay you. Don't water yourself down, but find who you really are because that's the most important thing. So we're going to wrap this baby up for this episode. I talked a lot. Um, that was a good living my best life update right now. Like I said, Ball State is absolutely amazing. You're going to see a lot more features of people here at Ball State. I hope to do some guests here soon after I get a couple more episodes under my belt, after I get this whole thing kind of in my comfort zone. But thank you again for listening in. I am so, so blessed to be doing this and I cannot express how grateful I am to have this outlet that I can kind of just sit in front of a mic and be myself and just talk. And there's actually people out there that listen. It really, really warms my heart. So as always, you can find me on all social media platforms at Jarrett R. Crothers, except Snapchat, where you can find me at C-O-O-P-I-D-J. I made that in seventh grade. Please don't make fun of me. Um, feel free to hit me up with questions, ideas, business inquiries, or if you just want to talk, because I like to talk. Um, once again, thank you so much for listening in. Um, please hit me up. Please hit that follow button. Please share, 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 share. And I will see you next time. Love others, stay you, and live your best life. Bye.